and was only suitable for people aged 18 or over will almost certainly have an adult theme and might well contain sex or violence which are quite graphic. It may also contain explicit language, including sexual swear words. Thanks for listening. Uh, but here's what his revelation comes to him. He's kind of got all this stuff, like, uh, touching, wiping, mourning of the animals. Not wiping, whipping. whipping. Yeah. <laughs> also, yeah, not touch, also not touching. I am, I am dyslexic. I, I hope I'm not having like, a stroke. Do it live! Fuck it! Do it live! And an atheist almost always becomes supporters of eugenics and abortion. A swine is hungry for nuts. Jesus hates him too. Satan is real. Being a Satanist is an open declaration of revolt against counterproductive received wisdom and mindless rogue traditions. Decapitate her head off. We're done. Done. We're done. Obama! Welcome to the Godless Revolution. This is episode 105. I'm Dan Ellis. I'm Ryan Duffy. I'm all confused. <laughs> you get to be Matt Mitchell again. This ah, again. <laughs> I wanted to be Ryan Duffy. Oh. <laughs> Two weeks without it. But I, I'm How Ryan Duffy, feel? right? Yeah, you are, so. Nice. You're the new uh, naked model guy. It's, everything's gone fucky. <laughs> <laughs> I know. As, as soon as I said who I was, my beard just went. <laughs> <laughs> and I finally have hair again. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm glad that I finally have my voice again. After recording Wednesday night, yeah. I woke up Thursday and my voice was totally fucking gone and my throat was so sore. I don't know if it was just from talking on the show mm. that made it that that much Pushed more sore. It, yeah. He sounded pretty rough. Yeah. But yeah, Thursday my voice was gone and Friday it was pretty much gone. But I mean, Thursday really all I could do was whisper. The rest of the time it was... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I no just tried to not talk. You. And then even when I would whisper, it yeah. felt like it was putting a big strain on my throat. Just to even try to whisper. You need <laughs> to get one of those cool things like all the smokers have that you put on your throat that makes you talk <laughs> like an alien. The little little things when you they have the tracheotomies yeah. or whatever. Yeah. Like the guy the guy from South Park. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. That's <laughs> <laughs> coming right for us. <laughs> so I didn't have a voice Thursday, I didn't have a voice Friday. Uh, Saturday woke up, was feeling better, and we went to go see, no, Saturday, I don't know what I did Saturday. I was at work. Yeah? What did you do Saturday, Matt? Mm -hmm. I mean, Dan? Saturday. (laughs) I can't remember Saturday. I've slept several times since then. (laughs) I I went to the gym at one point. So, Oh, and I went shopping. I did some shopping and errands. Well, it's funny when my voice was was totally gone Thursday and Friday. Uh, it started coming back a little bit on Friday, and Tracy's mom came over, I think. We mm-hmm. did some things with her and stuff. And it, I, while I was talking, my voice sounded kind of funny, and it reminded me of you during – I think it was during <laughs> the last episode or the one before, and you're like, I have a particular set of skills. <laughs> I so said I did pil- that. I said pills. <laughs> oh, pills, right. Because right. we were doing – Bill Cosby as yeah. Liam Neeson. Right, right. I have a particular set of pills. <laughs> yeah. That's in the highlight one. <laughs> nice. Yeah. <laughs> but I did that and her mom fell out laughing. She, What'd she fall out of? She likes she likes to take in movies. It's the thing the kids are saying. Are they not saying that anymore? I fell uh, out. I never heard it. Oh. No? No. Ryan hasn't either? 
No, it sounded like a super super old saying, is what it sounded like. Ah, we fell right off of the old horse, we tell you, (laughs) laughing so hard. (laughs) Yeah, I'm not familiar with that one. God damn it! I apologize. I try to be hip and cool. (laughs) And it fails every time. All those cool kids are saying it. Yeah. <laughs> Here's your paper. <laughs> um, I so we have a lot of things to talk about, and we're all super busy in scheduling of the things and junk. So, mm-hmm. so this may be a very long show, maybe a very short show. It could be regular time or short-ish. I don't know. We'll have to we're play gonna, it by we're ear. Do it. We'll we'll just see how things roll out. We've got a lot of things to talk about. Uh, real quick, last night we went and Atheists of Utah delivered a check for $3,567 to the local Planned Parenthood here. And, and she seemed thoroughly surprised when she got the check. She was very happy. Yeah. She she was so cool. Yeah. Uh, we, did, we, she, did they know they were getting that? We told them that, that we would be providing... Uh, and a not unsizable donation mm. to them. Um, so every year, Atheists of Utah volunteers at the local Planned Parenthood, and we put together the uh, we we put together buttons and their safer sex kits, which are like a card on how to use a condom mm-hmm. and some condoms and some finger cots and some lube and uh, so every year for the Pride Festival for the last. I don't know, three or four years now, Atheists of Utah has been going and, and helping Planned Parenthood set these up. And the first year that we went, they expected that we would, you know, have a few people show up and would help them make enough kits to hopefully cover the Pride Festival. But we had like 40 people show up and made enough of their kits that we covered them for the rest of the year. So, so they're very happy to have us come and help, uh, because we usually bring a lot of very, very happy, very enthusiastic, large crowd of people to help them do whatever they need. So they've started adding other things for us to do while we're there. This year they had us making uh, little centerpieces that they're going yeah, to for, use for, for a some, party or something or yeah. some uh, event they have coming up. Yeah, so we helped with that and we made buttons and we did the safer sex kits and it was a good time. We presented the check mm-hmm. and we presented it to the CEO of the local Planned Parenthood and she was just really, really sweet, really, really cool. Um, I feel bad that her name is escaping my old brain right now. Uh, but yeah, she was delighted to get it and kept saying, this is going to buy so many condoms. <laughs> <laughs> and the fact that she just loves the atheist near because we help them out. Yeah. She said, she said that one of her very first speaking engagements was after she had become CEO of the Planned Parenthood here, she was invited to speak at a, at an atheist's event. And I can only imagine that that was uh, put on by Richard Andrews when he was doing the mm-hmm. Salt Lake Valley atheists and their monthly brunches where he'd have an, where he'd have somebody come and speak. So yeah, that was pretty cool. Yeah, I, and I thought, oh, I should branch out to some more, not just atheist groups, but other progressive groups, mm-hmm. and have some of their leaders come and talk about what they're doing, like other groups that. You know, the, their leaders or heads may not be atheists, but are still progressive groups and who we as atheists support anyway yeah. and, and have them come and talk and mm-hmm. that would be good. Speaking of speaking, uh, Dr. Richard Carrier will be coming to Utah May 25th. That's and on a Wednesday. Yep. And we'll be speaking at the Salt Lake City Public Library. 
So y'all can, if you're in the area, you can come and watch that. He'll be speaking on the intersection of uh, polyamory and humanism. So, and it's free. No. Oh, this is not. No. Oh, <laughs> well, no, not it's bad. not free. It's not free because we have to pay for the location and oh. and for a small honorarium for him. We'll uh, just we'll just cut that. So. Well, <laughs> well, in the past, whenever we did some of the, oh, is this not the library? It is at the library. Oh, I always thought they rented that out for. No, the li- So because it's a because it's a private event. Oh, okay. For because there there's a limited number of seats available. Yeah. And um, because because we have to give him a small honorarium, and he'll be selling books and signing them. Oh, okay. The the library charges you anytime you're selling anything. Oh, okay. So, that's uh, that's yeah. where the difference in lies from all the other but times. Chip, but but tickets are very inexpensive. Um, we have a we have a ten dollar early bird ticket that if you buy it, I think up to three days before the show, they're only ten dollars. Afterward, they're $15 and they will not be sold at the door. So you need to buy them online. You can find all the information about that, uh, at the Atheists of Utah Facebook page. So, and it's easy to find if you just type in Atheists of Utah yep. on your faces book <laughs> and then look at the events. HTTP forward slash forward slash. <laughs> you forgot, the, you forgot the colon. I don't want to fucking care. <laughs> <laughs> and the S if you're going to be secure in your connection yeah. to the mm. site. Though it defaults that here anyway, and I'm a nerd. <laughs> um, uh, oh, I know what I did on Saturday. It was Mother's Day. That was Sunday. Well, for me, it was Mother's Day <laughs> because we did an early Mother's Day brunch thing. Uh, took all of the mothers out to Little America for their all of the mothers for their fancy brunch thing. Well, it was you met my mom. It was yes, she's a delightful woman. <laughs> I'm sure. <laughs> Um, that, no, it was my mom and Tracy's mom and my step grandmother hmm. and my, my mom's mom did not attend because she was somewhere else and I was fine with that. Um, but you know, then the kids all came with us and everything. That was a lot of fun. And then we went to go see Captain America hmm. Civil War and I had a lot of fun and I know Matt doesn't give a no. shit. So. He's just kind of like, all right, uh, yep, he's, he's little kids. Because he's not 12. Yep. He's not 12, okay, Ryan? Yep, that's so fucking stupid. There's 5 billion of them. It's so fucking dumb. Hey, I still watch They're cartoons, fun. and there's 5 billion of them. And it was so much better than the goddamn Batman versus Superman movie. Yeah, I'm never, never going to see that either, because that's... I, 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 in, I, I have two things hanging in my cubicle. One is my certificate of appreciation for how long I've been with the company, and the other one is a little... St- hand drawn i did it like a like calvin and hobbs drew it of batman and superman and i wrote underneath it the hollywood's answer to the question only nine-year-olds were asking and that's the only other thing that hangs there i like those movies i think they're entertaining (laughs) the jungle book was good though I've heard good things about it. Mm -hmm. Let me just address the people who are yelling at me for being a hypocrite right now because I don't like because I I don't like the children thing or whatever. The Jungle Book is made for children and it's not trying to be cool. It's just what it is. The superhero thing is cool. It's trying to be cool with five year olds. Don't lie. Oh sure, yeah. Don't lie. But at least it it is (laughs) it is what it's it's being what it is. The superhero movies are made for kids, but trying to be awesome, but still rated PG thirteen. It's fucking dumb. Now Deadpool. Deadpool was good. That was a comic book movie. Yep. And it was good. 
I hear more of them are going to go that way. The they're going to go rated R. Be better, yeah. is it? Yeah. Well, the price you're actually going to have funding because they're going to have a budget. One. Yeah, he won't have to. He won't have to say things like "I've forgotten my the guns gun. and my ammunition," <laughs> <laughs> or make fun of like, "Yep, no more CGI. We ran out of money." Yep. So cool. That'll be fun. Anyway, we got stories. Ted Cruz is out. We talked about that last week yeah. a little bit, so that's all good. Everybody. Is still freaking out about that. I'm not. I think that's a wonderful thing. Uh, Carly Fiorina is now all by herself in the airport. I was going to say that. <laughs> <laughs> Standing all by her lonesome. I thought that was a good, that was, was a good that, little Was meme. that actually her? Yeah. I was trying to figure out, I'm like, is it something that looks like her or is that actually her? Yeah. Yeah. I posted a photo to Facebook uh, that I had actually gotten from Rick Wingrove, who's a regional director for American Atheists also. Yeah, that's at least where I first saw it, and it was Carly Fiorina standing all alone in the airport. No more security detail? No more security detail. Aww. Nobody even like, hi, no. you're Carly Fiorina. Yeah. I'd like to spin yeah. in your face. <laughs> you can't even stand up on a stage straight. <laughs> oh, jeez. Segway! Um, I've got a little bit of a wrap-up on cruise. Oh, yeah? yeah? Well, then. Let's do that. I'll fold my arms and sit back. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Strap in. This will be the longest thing I do all night. Is it? Yeah. Okay. When Donald Trump trounced Jeb Bush and TKO'd Marco Rubio, he ostensibly defeated the idea of what the GOP, quote, should be. After last week's tap out of Ted Cruz, Trump has beaten the second tier of contemporary Republican values what I'm now calling theoconservative conservatism. Theoconservatives, as the name suggests, combines the religious fervor of ISIS, but for the Bible, with cold and cruel authoritarian pol- politics that share a property line with fascism. Theocons are fond of painting themselves as only the most recent installment of a tradition going back through Reagan, Goldwater, and the Founding Fathers. See David Barton for more on that subject. <laughs> While it may... While it may have some roots in the past with leaders like McCarthy, it's really a younger phenomenon. Twins conceived in the image of WC average ideas and seething hatred for the N-word, I mean, (laughs) President Obama. (laughs) While many Republicans view George W. Bush's post-September 11th popularity and 2004 majority victory as his climax and worth salvaging among future candidates, theocons seem to have admired and imitated Bush's collapse and incompetence, even borrowing human rights violations as keys for their platform arguing that it proved he had been far too liberal and that his compassion, like Guantanamo, was heretical and led to the failings of the Republicans in 2008 and 2012. That's the part that kills me is that they're all embracing the very worst parts of his presidency, Uh the very the the most base elements of of what will become his legacy of shit. Mm -hmm. Those are the things they're embracing. Mm -hmm. Yep. Theocons now have a childlike determination to vehemently reject anything with the mild scent of big government, except in cases of imposing biblical Mm -hmm. morals, and avoiding at all costs the even the smallest compromise. If there were any examples of Bush being the least bit soft-hearted, theoconservatism responds by being stubbornly, sternly Ayn Randian. (laughs) Where Bush treated government spending like it was his daddy's money, theoconservatives would be brutally austere where its citizens are concerned, military accepted, of course. And above all, where Bush had occasionally looked for bipartisanship, theocons would stand on the, quote, principle of fighting until they reach submission. This bullying and only child syndrome of a philosophy found champions on talk radio helped solidify a zealous, uneducated group of martyr fantasizers into the current Tea Party. It influenced Paul Ryan's budgets and infused Mitt Romney's You Built That rhetoric. 
But it was only the gov- of the government shutdown of 2013 that it found the real personification of its rhetoric. Ted Cruz. Boo. And Dr. Seuss. Cruz found a way to steer into the authoritarian Christian skid. His 2016 campaign strategy was simple. Wherever the party's most ideological voters were, there he would be. If Obama was for it, he was against it. Where conservatives were angry, he would channel their anger. Where they wanted a fighter, he would be that fighter. Wherever the party's activists were gathered on whatever issue, social or economic, immigration or the flat tax, he would be standing by their side. He would win Iowa, the South, his native Texas, and the Mountain West. They wanted Reagan. Cruz would give them Ronald Mussolini. Well, close enough. It didn't quite work, but it nearly did. He took evangelical votes from the man who still comes just a little when he hears Eye of the Tiger, Mike Huckabee, a doctor so compassionate he once gave his own brain to a patient, Ben Carson, a man so Catholic he uses a diaper to masturbate, Rick Santorum. (laughs) Thank you. Cruz also took libertarian votes from the other doctor who thinks it's your fault if you don't have a rich father, Rand Paul. He outlasted in many and in many ways outplayed the very smooth Eagle Scout who never earned his hydration merit badge, Marco Rubio. <laughs> Marco Roboto. <laughs> yeah. He earned support from the I'm a regular guy, just like I'm a regular Christian, Mitt Romney, not Barbara's favorite son, Jeb, Jeb Bush, and illegitimate son of Mitch McConnell, Lindsey Graham. <laughs> but it turned out that not enough Republican voters wanted theoconservatism, at least the way Cruz sold it. Uh, maybe they would have wanted it from a candidate with more charisma and charm and less repugnant social unlikability. Someone but, who would lie a little bit less about every fucking thing under the sun. Right. But the entire Trump phenomenon suggests phenomenon? Phenomenon. Phenomenon. The Trump phenomenon suggests otherwise. And Trump as the nominee is basically a long proof against the conservative theory of the Republican Party. Trump proved that Trump pro- Trump proved that movement of conservative ideas and litmus tests don't really have any purchase on millions of Republican voters. Again and again, Cruz and the other GOP candidates stressed that Trump really wasn't a conservative. They listed his heresies, cataloged his deviations, dug up barely buried liberal, liberal past. No doubt, this case resonate, resonated with many Republicans, but not with nearly enough of them to make Cruz the nominee. What he lacked in any of his – or what he lacks in any of his so-called conservative views, he he more than makes up for in his xenophobic and yeah. racist views. Right, right. Trump proved that many evangelical voters, supposedly the heart of the theoconservative coalition, are actually not values voters or religious conservatives at all. Uh, and that the less frequently evangelicals go to church, the more likely they are to vote for a philander th- philander- <laughs> philandering sybarite instead of a pastor's son. Cruz would probably be on his way to the Republican nomination if he had simply carried the Deep South. But unless the vote, unless voters were the in-church-every-Sunday type, Trump identity politics had more appeal than Cruz's theological political correctness. Which I think is kind of awesome in a way. The, the, theocrats, so? the, the theocrats lost this yeah. time. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, yeah. right. There are no theocrats in the race right now. Yeah. Right. Trump proved that many of the party's moderates and establishmentarian, establishmentarians ha- uh, hate the thought of a Theocon nominee even more than they fear handing the nomination to a proto-fascist, grotesque with zero political experience and poor imp- impulse control. Cruz will be back, no doubt. He's young, uh, and he'll be able to claim in 2020 that Theoconservatism has b- 
left has yet been left untried. Hmm. But that will be a half truth. It isn't being tried this year because the Republican Party's voters had rejected him and it when they declined to back Rubio and Jeb. What remains then is Trumpism, which will also, in its lurching, sometimes insightful, often wicked way, a theory of what can of what kind of re- party the Republicans should become, and one that the plurality of Republicans now actually inv- voted to embrace. Yeah, I think if Ted Cruz tries to run again, he's going to fall just as fast as Rick Perry did this last time. Yeah, and Santorum too. Yeah, and Huckabee. I mean, yeah, they were their God love childs. They're like, yeah, we need our religious man in office. And this time around, they're like, no, we you you lost the first time. Sorry, sorry, you're done. Well, and and you mentioned the Cruz will be back, but I've I've kind of wondered about this myself. Like, where would he go? I mean, well, the Republicans hate him. Yeah, I mean, the Republican establishment hates him. The voters have rejected him. Fox News doesn't like yeah. him. Where where will he go? I just I don't know. I don't I don't I don't see him having enough humility to look at that honestly. I mean, he's he wears it as a badge of of pride that that the sta- establishment Republicans the establishment don't. Republicans hate me. Yeah, because because they're too liberal. Uh, I I I guess the one place I could see him being a perfect fit would be starting his own church, mm. becoming a pastor somewhere. Well. His dad, oh, yeah. Does his dad have his own church? I don't think his dad has his own church, but he's he's he tours the evangelical oh, okay. circuit of churches. Yeah. Well, I mean, because Ted Cruz, I guarantee he's going to try to get reelected. I think, think he'll lose. Yeah, that's what I'm going to say. Yeah. I, I, that's it's that's what's going to come down to. If if he loses that reelection, it's like no, dude. Not even your own people in your area that like to do want you in there anymore. So you definitely will not have any shot of fucking. Yeah, even so even, even the Texans in his district, I think, will reject him if he tries to run for but his Senate seat again. Then, but I think he's already didn't didn't he say that he's not going to do that? Or when I, I, I think it was Rubio. Rubio. Yeah, but I just wonder if he's going to turn into a Sarah Palin then. Just like, kind of like the irrelevant bobblehead. Just well, kind of irrelevant bobblehead, but it's always fucking popping up in the news. Yeah, I hope not. For some, for some odd reason, like I don't know why anybody seeks the opinion of Sarah Neither Palin do I. or anything. And that's when, but they still do. I was talking yeah. to one of my ultra conservative coworkers and talking about Palin, and he's like, "Yeah, you're right. She didn't even serve a full term. Like, yeah, she's she has more time as a as a weather lady than she does at, or sports, whatever she does yeah. in the news there, than she does as a, a political person. So, what the fuck does her opinion matter? Well, and even she really flamed out during the during this election cycle. Oh, yeah. I mean, she was supporting Trump, right? Yeah, well, she's back now. I haven't seen much of her for a not while. Not for that. Well, just this past week, because after Paul Ryan said he will not yeah. come to the convention, she came out saying she's going to do everything she can to get Paul Ryan out of office now. She's mm-hmm. going to work as hard as she can against <laughs> Paul Ryan. Yep. Good luck with that. Yeah. Yeah, because she she holds so much sway with so yeah. many people. Right. Right. Yeah, I think she kind of flamed out. And then you also mentioned... uh Ayn Rand in your thing. Mm-hmm. And that was the one thing I didn't mention during, during the opening is that on Sunday, Tracy and I went to go see David Cross and sitting, sitting as a member in the audience, I thought this guy would be a perfect fourth edition to the Godless Revolution <laughs> podcast. Like he railed, like everything he said, I completely agreed with. There were, I don't know. I saw probably five or six people get up and leave during the show. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. He was, he was very, uh, very firebrandy, very incendiary. Yeah. Uh, mentioned that he was an atheist several different times. And like, 
He attacked the GOP. He attacked religion in general, Mormonism specifically because he was in <laughs> Utah. Uh, he attacked libertarians and Ayn Rand and, and Ron Paul. And yeah, it was, it was fucking glorious. I loved every minute of it. Nice. So if by any chance you're listening to this, David, you're, uh, you're invited to be our fourth person on the show, <laughs> like full time. It doesn't pay besides in beer and pizza, but you're welcome to come on. I will give you all the beer and pizza you you desire. <laughs> yeah, it was cool. He apparently while he was out walking around downtown, uh he ran into some guy who was in Utah from Australia. He's just roaming the United States for some oh, reason. Okay. And told the guy that he should come to his show, so the guy bought a ticket and he came to the show and uh right at the beginning of his show David Cross was like, "Where's my friend?" and I can't I so and so I can't remember. Yeah, I can't yeah. remember the guy's name. He's like, "You know that I met downtown and I guess the guy was in the audience and he raised his hand or whatever. He's like, come on down here, sit in front. <laughs> and there were a few open seats. There was no opening act. And oh, okay. I think a few people figured he that would, there would be an opening act. So it would be late. okay to be a little bit yeah. late. There was no opening act at all. And there were, I don't know, maybe 10 open seats right in, right in front in the front mm-hmm. section there in the orchestra pit. And he's like, why are these seats? Why is there nobody sitting here? He's like, you people want just come on down, fill in these seats. Come, come and sit here. <laughs> and then he's like, Oh, no, wait, that, that's probably not fair to you guys who've paid for these tickets. And oh, no, they're the same price. Oh, yeah, fuck that. Then you guys come all down. Come, come and fill in these seats right here. Come on, just don't be shy. Come walk down. He was fucking awesome. Uh, I, I, so I tweeted out that I went in liking David Cross a whole lot and that I left loving him and he liked my tweet. So Yay. I thought that was kind of cool. Nice. Yeah, it was a great show, man. It was yeah. it was the best stand up I've seen in several years. Nice. Yeah, it was fucking awesome. I I'm so I glad we went. It. Yeah, I I really was, I was planning to go, and then I completely just totally forgot about it. Oh, really? Yeah, until you posted that you were going up there, and I'm like, fuck. Yeah, Tracy. Tracy's on that shit, man. She she subscribes to some like daily five something or other with different events and shit, and she's constantly buying us tickets to. To make me more cultured, I guess. Mm. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Interesting. We go to plays and events and things that I probably wouldn't do by myself. But, yeah, it's awesome. She also got us tickets. So we're Slack subscribers. And now we're also su- subscribers to uh, the Broadway Theater. Mm-hmm. So that we can go see uh, plays. plays and the Book of Mormon again. Ah, I nice. guess it's going to be running again. So. We became subscribers for that, and we'll be going to several different shows, including the Book of Mormon again. When's that one coming again? Because I want to see it. It's on the internet. Well, I don't remember <laughs> the date. I've got the tickets. All internets. <laughs> but yeah, it was it was a lot of fun. That was that was awesome, man. I I like when you do your own little write ups of things. Thanks, man. They're fun. Phenomena. Phenomena. Uh, moving on to something that that is you did not write up yourself. Yeah, I don't know. We we said we we mentioned that you guys saw the headline for this that a mentally yeah. ill man attempts suicide after the clinic that he was going to replaced his meds with Bible study. Hmm. This comes to us from Raw Story. It's uh, Alex Jacobson, twenty six, was suffering from mental exhaustion and anxiety. He hadn't slept for days despite being in a faith-based treatment program. He felt hopeless, and when and when he spotted a box knife, he grabbed it and held it against his neck 
pressing it harder as it cut through his skin. Hmm. So it happened 10 days after he stopped taking his medication, which was when he entered himself into the faith-based program, the Des Moines Register reports. He said he trusted his recovery to them and to God, and he almost died from it. Shocker, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah totally surprising. Uh, the program replaced his mood stabilizers with a dose of Bible study, amino acids, and GABA supplements, which they told him would, re- would reduce stress. Reverend Kevin Grimes told him, quote, medicine alone wasn't going to be the answer to my problems. Just a year before that, Grimes isn't a doctor, nor has he ever received any training in pharmaceuticals, in pharmaceuticals or medicine. <laughs> of course, that didn't stop him from telling this kid that yeah. he didn't need medicine. Right, that that it doesn't matter what the people who actually specialize in this told you. Yeah, I'm a yes. reverend. Yeah, he's irreverable. I'm that irrelevant. <laughs> I was trying to go irrelevant. Re- <laughs> he's irreverable. Irreverentable. Yeah, there we go. That works better. I'm like I couldn't get it out. Uh, Jacobson's father said that he called Reverend Hangis. Hanges. What? Wait, where are Hangis? you? Oh, Hanges? <laughs> Hanges. To, to ask if his son could put a hold on starting the program so he could go through his schedule so he could go to his scheduled evaluation for outpatient treatment at University of Iowa hospitals. He also said he warned Reverend Hangus about the prescription drugs his son was taking and inquired about the pastor's training. The pastor assured the father that his mentally ill son could make his own choices. And would make the right decision, which uh, kind of uh, negates the whole mentally Ill. mentally Ill bit of things, right? Yeah. He also clarified that he is certified online as a faith-based Christian counselor by the International Institute of Bullshit. Uh, I yeah. mean, faith-based counseling in Texas. In Texas, even worse. Yeah, uh, I bet huh? we could get certified in that. Yeah. Oh, well, I'm sure. Yeah. Probably you, just need just to go him. out and go and fill out a form and yeah. send them your money. You and pay them, yeah. Uh, under Teen Challenges program, Jacobson was directed by a doctor as he safely and slowly worked his way off of his medication. But under the Dream Center where they sent him, Jacobson was required to stop taking his medication the day he signed the paperwork. Yeah. Which is fucking dangerous. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Big I mean, time. They, there are certain drugs that, that you can be on that if you just stop taking them, you, you can die. Die. Yeah. 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 But neither Reverend Grimy Hands nor Hangus would know anything about that. Just a few days later, Jacobson said that he told Reverend Hengus he, quote, wasn't feeling right and was suicidal, end quote. Hengus told him that the feelings would pass. <laughs> wow. Dude, this too wait a shall minute. pass. Even, even after you claim you have a degree in fuck or whatever you've got in counseling, your best thing was when he came to you to get counseling, you said, you had to fucking go away. Now leave yeah. me alone. No. No, that's bullshit. It'll be fine. God will take care of everything. Yeah. Which, which, at the same time, negates why he would go and see these people either, right? I mean, if God is well, just going to take care of it, why does right, he right, have right. to go to a special perks spokesperson for God to do this? It's, it's kind of like why, why we no longer lock people into a small concrete cell with nothing but a Bible for a few years to see if they get better. Because they go crazy. Uh-huh. They don't get better from that? No. Mm. Medical professionals who treated him after the suicide attempt told the family that he could have died from suddenly halting the use of his medication. The Society for the Study of Addiction lists insomnia, anxiety, fatigue, psychosis, and suicidal thoughts as symptoms of withdrawal, all of which Jacobson had. Hmm. Jacobson's father blames Reverend Grimes. Of course. Reverends Grimes and Hengis for everything that happened and wants to know how a program can operate without any clinical experts on staff. 
because it's a religious yeah. thing. Yep. Ask ask the the lawmakers how that's possible. Yeah, because religion gets this special privilege of not having to answer to anybody but God. Yeah. Which means they don't answer to anybody. Yep. Clinics like these also manage to skirt Iowa state laws that mandate a license to operate. Oh, God. Grimes admits he and the program obviously didn't understand the extent of Jacobson's issues, and they have since changed the program's rules. He doesn't speak to Jacobson or his family anymore, thankfully. Quote, they do not have the medical or psychological training to do what they're doing, Jacobson's father said. If the state doesn't require some sort of oversight, this will happen to yeah. other families. Yeah, it, should, it's it shouldn't be allowed, period. It's going to be all over the country, no, too. No, it, it, absolutely, it absolutely shouldn't. And we're, lo- we're looking once again at religious privilege where they yeah. just say, no, God says it's okay, yeah. so you have to let us do it. Yeah, yeah. That kind of shit bothers me a whole lot. I mean, why why is it that because God said so gets a free pass for everything mm-hmm. uh, except murder? Right. If you kill somebody and said, oh, God yeah, then told you're me crazy. To do it, yeah. Then you're just crazy. Anything else short of fucking murdering yeah. somebody. It's it's just fine. Even even killing them indirectly is fine. Well, yeah, clear. I mean, yeah. had this kid died, nobody would have gone to jail yeah. for this. No, it would have been just fine. Had they done it themselves and said, God commanded me to do this. Then they'd be in trouble. Yeah. But if they had locked him in a room, I mean, you, well, we have cases of parents who do horrific things to oh, their yeah. kids or, mm-hmm. or just won't get them any fucking medical or attention. starving them or beating them very, almost to death. Yeah, and very rarely are they ever prosecuted or serve any bit of time for that yeah. because they were under the influence of God. Yep. And so then are absolved of any wrongdoing. Mm-hmm. And rather than doing anything like creating laws where you can't do that kind of mm-hmm. thing anymore – they just say, well, we'll have to handle this on a case-by-case basis yeah. because religious freedom and God and blah, blah, blah. No, yeah. that should well, be illegal. It's because a lot of those – the people that would be doing the investigating or correcting uh, talk to the same guy. <laughs> you know, they believe in all that bullshit too, so. And just – I think I just read it today that the uh, the shooter at the Colorado Planned Parenthood has been found insane. Well, duh. Yeah, of course. <laughs> that guy's fucking just, nuts. Well, it just goes to prove your point. You he's say, a warrior for God. Exactly, and he's insane. Yeah. Right. Just going to prove the point that if you murder a bunch of people and you say you did the name of God, you're crazy. Who's going to protect the babies? Well, I mean, it did It did take, I don't know, uh, 150 centuries or something for Christians to finally figure out that there's really no way to talk your way out of murder. So, like, when they're like, well, no, my God is good, and they're like, you just killed that guy. And they're like, uh, yeah, well, that they finally realized that they can't do that anymore. So yeah. it's only been the last few centuries where they start to poo poo that kind of thing. But for the majority of their life of their lifetime as a religion, they've been doing that and it's been totally fine. Yeah. And they don't give a shit one way or the other. No. Yeah. Just as long as God can still have a say and people can do whatever stupid things they want to do in his name. Mm-hmm. Yeah, at the bottom of that one, I saw something. I wanted to hint on it real quick while it's still in the brains. Yeah. Uh, so I was listening to the two skeptical chaps, which we had on here about a month back, and they were referencing, well, they talked about us for a second, and uh, talking about the new mayor in uh, France. Uh-huh. And they noticed that in over in Europe, they made no reference to him being Muslim, but yet all the American newspapers uh. referenced it as being France's new Muslim mayor, the first Muslim mayor of France. Yeah. Durka, durka, jihad, jihad. And I was <laughs> thinking about it because I'm like, no, he's he was right. Yeah. Here in America, they talk more about the religious aspect of it, even though in, this guy had a uh, 
uh, fatwa put up against him because he was supporting gay marriage and stuff. And he was supporting stuff that, you know, is traditionally not Muslim supported. So some know. bigoted imam somewhere put out a fatwa but, well, because him. Yeah. yeah, because he's Muslim, even though he's yeah. more liberal Muslim. He's like, yeah, I'm Muslim, but I'm a politician too, and I can put, I can separate the two things. We will silence him through violence. Pretty much. So. Violent uh, silence. I think that is a condition of the United States to put oh, your religion sure. attached to what you're doing, especially when it's in France where they just had, you know, the Charlie Hebdo and the, 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 the cafe shootings and stuff by uh, Islamic terrorists. And now you got a Muslim mayor of the town. Yeah, America's going to be like, look at this. Sharia law is coming into effect. Well, yeah. I, I hear that shit all the time here in America. Oh, he's a good Mormon boy. He's right. a good Catholic boy. They, the religion comes before anything else. Yeah. yeah, I think that's probably the biggest reason why, um, talking about religion, at least, at least in the sense of like criticizing it is such a bigger deal in the United States than any of the other civilized countries of the world because that's the number one thing that most Americans tie to their, their identity. It's, it's, it's who they are or so they think. I mean, it's, it's, a part, you know, like they think you can tell more about who that person is by saying what their religion is. It's like the one of the first things that comes out when you're trying to describe uh-huh. somebody. That's why they say, like, you know, France elected a Muslim president. Yeah, and then everyone's going to say, "Oh, I know exactly what that means." It's you know, real even, even though they have, over. they have no fucking idea. No. no, no, but they think they do, and so that's what carries all the weight. <laughs> Bak Dirk Dirk Allah Durka Durka Muhammad Jihad Haka Sherpa Sherpa Abakala Oh Durka 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 Got another story here uh earlier this week mm-hmm. I had posted on Facebook it was on Sunday actually uh that I was watching I'm trying to remember if it was on MSNBC News or because I watch I watch two Sunday programs mm-hmm. every week. I watch Meet the Press and I watch Fox News Sunday. And one of them, and I want to no, it was it was Fox News because I can remember Tracy saying, "Wow, Chris Wallace is actually asking him some kind of hard <laughs> questions." It was it was a little shocking, but he, so so North Carolina Governor Pat McCrory. Uh. Uh, went on Fox News to try to defend McCrory. North Carolina's bathroom bill. Yeah. And hey, hey, Bigfoot bill. And, <laughs> and said some of the most ridiculous, hateful, stupid things that really? I have ever heard. He's usually so articulate. Oh, man. <laughs> well, he, he, I mean, he speaks fairly well. He's, he's fairly articulate, but he's so stupid in a lot of the things that he says. Uh, one of the things that he said, was that we can definitely define the race of people. And this was in response to a question uh, Chris Wallace posed to him to say, okay, so North Carolina has created this law where transgender people uh, are, can't use the bathroom that they identify with as a gender. So do you, Governor McCrory, think that it would be okay to say that you know, on somewhat of a similar thing to say that, you know, bathrooms could be segregated to whites only or blacks only. And McCrory said, well, we can definitely define the race of people. And I'm thinking about 
you know, when I'm watching this, the, the thought that went through my head was when, was it just during our last episode or the one before we were talking about, okay, well, what do you do with people who you can't, I mean, you can't fucking easily determine the race of people. Yeah. You can't say this person is definitely black or this person is definitely white. There's no, there's no easy way to do that. Sure. With some people you can say, oh, Dan is, you know, Uh, obviously ginger. Yeah. He's, he's, he's poor soulless ginger bastard. But I mean, you can't do that with everybody. And so what do you do with them? And just to hear him say, well, we can definitely define the race of people. I thought you ignorant fuck. Yeah. I like to think of that. Uh, every person's race is just a human one. Yes. Which is exactly the comment that somebody posted. on. Oh, was it? Yeah. Somebody, somebody posted that. <laughs> uh, actually it was, it was my friend Chad who said, I don't know the context, but I'm really hoping he meant the human race. <laughs> <laughs> Deep down. I know he likely didn't. However. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, but so I thought it was interesting that after he said that then and had this somewhat contentious, uh, interview with Chris Wallace on Fox that he went on CNN and basically doubled down on some of the really fucking stupid things that he was saying. So we've got this clip here that's about four minutes long that we'll just kind of go through and, and can address as he's speaking straight from the dumbass's mouth. <laughs> I've never discussed it in a campaign. It's the Democrats and the far left that have brought up this well, well, they brought uh, up, issue they brought of up the needing law. bathroom laws. They brought up the law, but then you signed a law to overrule their law. But here's a, here's another question. That's sir. correct. That's I, I want to make that point. They right. made a mandate of bathroom laws on all private sector entities. That was Charlotte. And now the Justice Department right. has done the same thing. How? Yeah, saying that you can't discriminate. Yeah. That you have yeah. to allow people to use whatever bathroom they identify with. You can't be a bigoted asshole about it. And for some reason, Pat McCrory thinks that's a really terrible thing. This department right. has done the same thing How for everyone. Are, how, how do you plan on enforcing this on the ground at a public restroom? Any way we've been doing it before, trespassing matters. I don't know how the Charlotte ordinance actually had a fine uh, regarding for the private sector, and I didn't know how the liberals were going to enforce that either, and I that needed to be asked. I think this... So he doesn't that's... know how it's going to be enforced even? Yeah. He'll write a law for something that's not a fucking for... problem, and he doesn't have any idea how he's going to enforce it, but he'll still waste state funds doing it. Oh, yeah, Republicans love to... Waste money and time on stupid shit. You know those those financial well, conservatives. Yeah. Yep. And I that needed to be asked. I think this was an argument that we didn't need to have in this country. Or then yeah, why did you well, make yeah. the fucking law? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. you just didn't want any opposition. You just yeah. wanted to be yeah. able to write it and get it through and no problem. Is that what you mean? Yeah, I'm sure that's what he means. In our state, uh, but uh, this is an agenda by the far left and for some reason the national media is saying the far right brought this up I you had no did <laughs> you are the ones who made this the law, law. <laughs> i don't know how he worked how he thinks he can work around that and, and the fact is that before they even before all the other stuff that came out saying yeah they can use every any bathroom they choose that was the way it worked yeah they were already allowed they to were do already, it. yeah it, it was it was a thing it was like reinforcing what you're already allowed to do it wasn't yeah interest in this subject but now that the justice department is basically making a, a civil rights claim that every private sector employer in the united states and every uni- and every university in the united states must have 
uh, gender expression or gender identity bathroom choices for individuals. And this is in the most. And this is not just in bathrooms. This yeah. is in shower facilities and in well, me, in locker rooms or changing rooms. Let's talk about schools and not universities. Let's talk yeah. about grade schools and high schools. As you may know, yeah. transgendered children have a very difficult time fitting in, being accepted. They have very high suicide rates. What are you telling the teachers at schools in North Carolina where, say, a 12-year-old who identifies as a girl, though her birth certificate said boy, what do you tell teachers about her if she's using the girl's bathroom? You're saying stop letting her use that bathroom? No, I think we ought to make special circumstances for those individuals in a, in a unisex restroom <laughs> or shower, which I've encouraged by executive order in our universities. But now... So how does that solve any problem? Yeah. You're just you've you've created a law where there wasn't a problem, and now you're having to make special exceptions to your own law to, yeah. to the to the your own law that you made that addressed no fucking problem yeah. in the beginning. Yeah. So legislation on top of legislation when when trying to f somehow get back to something close to what we had in the first place. Yeah, writing legislation on top of legislation that neither was needed and I'll bet you that he is the same kind of fucking the, the same kind of fucking dumbass who would say that the IRS needs to go because have you seen the tax code? Yeah. yeah. It's so long. Yeah. It's so confusing and there's so many things that aren't necessary. I just want to send him a postcard. The Civil Rights Division of the US Department oh. has de deemed those types of arrangements to be discriminatory, that yeah. we cannot look for alternatives for these very sensitive needs for these, whether it be a junior high child or a college but student. But you just said, all the, you just said they should have the 12 year old. All of a sudden now he's going he's gonna to sympathize with put them? on this act like he's sympathetic? Yeah. Yeah, I'm sure he feels really, really bad. Your high child or a college student. But you just said, and I want to. You I'm just said they should have the twelve-year-old. You just said you're sensitive to those needs of like a twelve-year-old transgender child. But you, you're not letting that girl use the girl's bathroom. You're saying they should use a special unisex bathroom. Are you not making That's that? Correct. Are you not making that child's life much more difficult? I'm also worried about the other kids. Uh, so wait, so I'm not going to answer that question. I'm going to deflect and say I'm worried about something else. So yeah. he wants, he doesn't want a transgender person using the restroom or locker room that they identify with, but yet he's going to make a unisex room where all the transgendered people can use it, where you're mixing both sexes together. And where yep. a transsexual person and they'll be may singled be, out. Yeah. yeah, may be singled yeah. out even more and, and victimized even more. Yeah. Because then anybody can go into we'll, the bathroom. We'll notice, and, yeah. yeah. I, I'm also worried about the other kids, uh, that there's an expectation of privacy for the other girls or other boys what? in their junior high uh, locker rooms or shower facilities. That the What expectation of privacy? Yeah, what, what would be my, taken away by adding another human to the bathroom? My only expectation is someone doesn't come up and grab my dick when I'm in there if they're another man. <laughs> okay, but... <laughs> What all I'm saying though is like, what we're saying is you have. I, I'm not talking to Ryan. I'm just, I'm just, I'm just trying to. What's well, kind of an expectation? You don't think someone's going to walk in the bathroom and grab you? True, true. Sure, that, that's an expectation. But yeah, that's yeah, not yeah. an expectation of privacy. That's well, just an expectation of personal that privacy that you won't be molested when yeah. you're out in public. Yeah, right. But I mean, so you have a man, a men's and a women's room, and if if I'm in a public men's room, and another person walks in. Is that a violation of my right to privacy? I think Pat McCrory would say possibly. He, he, uh, he would have to say yes because what he just said. I mean, if, there's, if they're in the stall next to you, Pian, and they're just staring at you the whole time, 
it's it because, might get a little creeped out because that's weird, but because if he says no to to what I just said, that it's it's totally fine. Then the only issue left is the fact that that person's trans. Yeah. And that's yeah. a violation of privacy. And that is discrimination. And that is why we're worried about this law you wrote, that's, sir. That's why I kind of was offhand saying, you know, someone's staring at you or grabbing your dick because it's not what people do. They go to the bathroom to use yeah, the fucking exactly. bathroom. Exactly. I don't give a fuck about what the person next to me is doing is, you no. know, if they were jerking off to, in the yeah. stall, I might leave because that's just. Uncomfortable. It makes you a little, it, yeah, a little it's like, bit awkward. Uh, yeah. Okay, I'll leave you. I'll leave you to your thing. I'm gonna go find <laughs> another bathroom. But they're just going to go to the bathroom. Yeah. They're not going in there to stare at your junk. They're not going in there to molest mm-hmm. you. They're not going in there to, you know, try to have sex with you unless you're a fucking Republican. So, uh, well, and even if they were going into there to have sex with you, how does that handle the situation of somebody who may be gay or bi who's going to the same right. bathroom, right? It's, it's, it's a non-issue. Yeah. What is yeah. this, what is this obsession with, with thinking that LGBT people have this voracious sexual appetite that they can't even control? They, they and see, that, and that public restrooms are their favorite forum to exercise the, it's, yeah. it's all it projection, makes, right? It's, it's, yeah. it's, if Pat McCrory, had his option to go into a woman's restroom, he would be molesting every fucking woman he could see. Yeah. And he thinks that everybody else is going yeah. to do the same thing. Hi. Uh, locker rooms or shower facilities that the only other people coming into there are. That's the other thing, too. I noticed that every time he talks about this, he talks about locker rooms and yeah. he throws in or shower facilities yeah. because. That that gives you the the hint that people will be completely nude. Yeah, and he doesn't do it without. The, they won't. Uh, they won't giggle. be in their own shower stall. They may be at a communal shower uh-huh. where there's yeah. where there's a pillar and you know a bunch of shower heads around this pillar. And, and I'm fairly certain that most transgender people wouldn't feel comfortable going in either of those areas right. to shower or right. bathe or do any you know. So they probably won't utilize that facility anyways. Yeah. It's all that fucking Christianity, well, religion's obsession with sex and shame. And what you've got between what, your legs. That's yeah. what happens here because, uh, anyway. That the only other people coming into there are the people of that same gender, built as the same gender. And can you imagine the potential problem there? So that's the biggest We need to work right through these problems and not throw hand grenades at this issue. That's what you it's did. It's a new sensitive issue on all sides for families, for young girls and boys, and for the transgender population. But to have the civil, uh, uh, the Justice Department come out with a massive interpretation of the Civil Rights Act for every employer in the united states now is some and say that everybody deserves right. deserves the same civil yeah. rights that's just crazy yeah what a massive interpretation and once again it's not new no employer in the united states now is something that uh i think needs clarification by the federal courts and frankly i think there's a time where the republicans and democrats in the congress real quick and as kind of a sidetrack it is very important and i hope that it doesn't necessarily have to go to a federal court, but if it does, we need to ensure that the people sitting on the federal court aren't oh god, yeah, aren't backward right wing theocrats who who would reverse any kind of progress towards civil liberties for everybody, right? So whether you like Hillary Clinton or not, if she is the eventual nominee, you should vote for her over Donald Trump. Absolutely. Because the presidency is important, sure, but what they can do as a president 
that would have ramifications for decades yeah. more this and time generations. than any other. Yeah, and for, for decades and generations after they leave office is what you should be concerned about. Yeah, because because if you don't vote for Hillary, you're going to be allowing Trump to sit on the Supreme Court or be the president for the next 60 years. Yeah. And that is the most important thing that we're talking about here. Sure, the presidency is important, but what they will do while they are in office yeah. that will have ramifications for decades and generations is more important than just who's going to be sitting in the Oval Office. Yep. Need to revisit the 1964 Civil Rights Act mm-hmm. and revisit uh, all this issue because um, these are complex issues. And no, they're not. North Carolina, yeah. for whatever reason, politically has become the target. Uh, because by- you made yourself you the painted fucking target. a giant fucking target on your back, dumbass. That's how this happens. Yep. The fact that you can't see that means that you should not be in office. Yeah. Not not only that, but he's going right back into the Christian. I'm the victim. Bullshit. Yeah. Oh, poor me. Yep. I was a giant asshole, and now people Make are calling it. me out for it. Yep. Become the target uh, by the left on this agenda, and now they're going to be moving to other states. And it, it requires sensitive discussion and, and sensitive cool. debate. Which Something he is wholly incapable of, of yeah. doing. Yeah. Now, now, that, now that you've gotten this kicked off in a, in a, in a brutal way, you're going to turn around and say, well, but all right, but let's just talk about this, fellas. Yeah. Let's Can't just we be all nice. just get along? Come yeah. on. Be nice to me. Sensitive discussion and and sensitive debate, which the nation has Governor, not had, uh, but now we're in this situation. Thank you so much, Governor. I really appreciate your time. Thank you, Jake. Well, the thing yeah. is, the rest of us in this country have had the discussion, asshole. We can't help it that your your fucking state and the surrounding states are so far behind that you've never heard of this before. Yeah, I as I watched him on Sunday, I I was glad that I hadn't been drinking anything other than coffee. <laughs> And that I had just slept the night before. Like, I was really close to throwing something at the television in the basement. But you were too. in that calm little bit of a zen mode in the morning. It pulled me right out of it. <laughs> but <laughs> but had I had, you know, just, just a little kick in the shorts, I would have fucking, oh, man. And, and Well, and then, you know, Tracy's wandering in and out of the room as I'm watching it. And I'm yelling at the TV. And she's coming in to see what I'm yelling at. And she's like, that guy's just a giant fucking dick, isn't he? Yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah, he really is. Someone needs to just sit down with him and say, okay, here's we'll make this super simple. One question. Are trans people human or not? <laughs> and and force him to answer that. I guarantee he's going to try to dodge it. Well, it's more it's more it's more no. specific. That it's a it's a much more, it's a much complicated, more complicated issue, issue than issue, that. Yeah. No, no, no. Are they human or not? Because he knows the the second he said he he can't say no because then he 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 knows that that's. But Bullshit. the second he says yes, then you say okay. Then civil rights applies to them as well. Yeah. And you're fucking done. Get out of here. Well, and to say that we need to revisit the Civil Rights Act. Like, yeah. What, what, the fuck what does bit that of the mean? Civil Rights Act does he not agree with currently? That blacks can vote. Right. I mean, what what is his oh, problem? The, uh, the that they can share the same um, bathrooms uh, with us? And that's where I was like, okay, he's kind of doubling down on the whole thing with Chris Wallace, where Chris Wallace was like, so should we be able to segregate bathrooms into whites and blacks yeah. only? Mm-hmm. To have him say that we should revisit the Civil Rights Act? Who the fuck are you, Rand Paul? Yeah, no shit. Or David Duke. You might be David Duke. Could be David Duke. <laughs> Rand Duke. <laughs> Rand Duke. The, Rand. The, he's David Duke, the Rand wizard. <laughs> there are white folks, and then there are ignorant motherfuckers like you. Well, what else uh, do you got, Matt? I got this. Okay. Uh, hmm. 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 
Kermit is thinking. <laughs> He's Hi looking yo. at the time. <laughs> uh, James Edward Loftus. The name sounds familiar. It should. Is facing murder charges and the deaths of taxi driver Guma Dubar and his friend James Cody Newland. March 5th, after the day after they demanded he pay uh, his fare following a ride home from the strip club. While Loftus has given police varying accounts of what happened that evening, once saying he invited the men in, while another time saying they barged into his home, several facts are not in dispute. Loftus admitted that he shot both men before dragging their bodies outside his house, where he placed them in a shallow grave and set them on fire along hmm. with the bloody clothes Jesus. before burying them. <laughs> You're giving me these looks, Matt, like this happened in Wisconsin. Nope. Okay. <laughs> nope. Quote, they were, they were essentially just slow cooked inside the grave site, oh. Deputy Solicitor Brian Alfaro said during the bail hearing. Jeez. Conceded that what Loftus did is heinous. His attorney defended his client, saying he was within his rights to defend himself in his own home under the state's stand your ground laws. Uh, stand By your ground, setting someone on yeah. fire? After you've killed them? What? Quote, he's a human being. He freaked out and thought he was going to prison, so he tried to hide the bodies. <laughs> Nobody knows how the- You know, like you would do Dude, after you, you murdered someone. Yeah, uh -huh. yeah. <laughs> after you committed a crime. Nobody knows how you're going to react when you kill two people. That's what I'd do. Definitely That's what not. his attorney said. <laughs> Dig a shallow grave and set everything on fire. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's a totally sane response. Circuit Judge Markley Dennis, yep, Markley, agreed to allow Loftus to post a quarter million dollar bail, saying his choice of the defense makes him less of a flight risk. What? His choice of a defense? I don't know. What that, was... He was, that he was just defending himself? His choice of the defense. Huh. Uh, quote, the only way he'll ever be able to resolve that is to have his day in court, says Markley. What if well, he doesn't really care to resolve yeah. it? Uh -huh. what, what if he just cares to go to Mexico and live in a hacienda for yeah. his life? The... I'd go drinking margaritas for a while <laughs> if I had yeah. killed a couple people and set them on fire and then let out on bail. Uh -huh. Knew you going to and jail then, for the rest of your and life. And then somehow <laughs> miraculously got a bail yeah. hearing. Yeah. yeah, got approved. The South Carolina Protection of Persons and Property Act, also known as Stand Your Ground, gives homeowners the right in many circumstances to use deadly force against people breaking into their homes. So great job with all your common sense laws, South Carolina. Yay. You in Florida should go bowling. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking what, man? That is <laughs> crazy. <laughs> I want to know what they would use for bowling pins, though. Yeah, no shit. Huh? Human heads? Probably. Uh -huh. That would be the balls. Uh-huh. Legs. Yeah, actually, if you could cut it at the knee and stand the calf up, yeah. that would be a pretty close pretty, to the right shape with the feet in the air. Pretty good. Well, it's a pretty good analog, but, I mean, do you put the foot toward where the ball would be coming Ooh. or away from it? Probably. I think it's got to be heel back. Yeah, I mean, heel back. Well, but then well, but then it makes it that much harder to tip over. Ah, fuck it. You already got the saw out. Get rid of the foot. <laughs> already, get just, rid of the foot. Just go True. knee to ankle. But then it's harder to balance. We've already got the name yeah. for it. Huh. Gein Lanes. Gein Lanes. Nice. <laughs> it's a grand time for everybody. <laughs> you, you, can can just, even, you can even wear the rest if you want. You, you, could, you could actually. You can, yeah. Yeah. You can make your own. <laughs> coats and lanterns. Your own costume slash skin suit. Yeah. yeah. You could stuff the colon with whatever material you need to make your ball. And then you can just call it bowling. You don't even have to change. You don't have to change the spelling. <laughs> uh, You'd have to add an e. Would you for bowling? Oh, you, yeah. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Because right now it's bowl. Yeah. Bowl. Yes. Yes. Add an e. God damn it. Never mind. 
So in something that made me both happy and sad at the same time. Ah, uh, fuck this guy. Judge Roy Moore of Alabama has been suspended over his stance on gay Yay! marriage. After get, he'd already been suspended and reelected. Yeah. He had been, yeah, he had been actually removed from the bench for his stance on having the Whoa. Ten Commandments there in Alabama and saying that he would lose his job over it, which apparently he, most people were okay. Fine. Yeah. You have no more job. And then the, then the fine voters of Alabama elected him to Back office in. again to sit on the bench again. And he's since been suspended again because he's a bigoted shithead. I mean, is this can we, is this a two strike rule here? Is this like some yeah? Do, does stuff? that does that apply to uh, get kicked to, out twice? To you judges? can't come back. Sorry, you would no think more that there would be some governing oversight body that would say you've lost your your license to practice law. You can't be a judge anymore either because of this. You can't hold elected office. It doesn't matter. Like, I I seriously doubt it. Yeah. I mean, they they know how they know how brutal the laws are that we have to live under. They don't do that to themselves or each other. <laughs> mm. No, I'm serious. It's funny, but I'm serious. Yeah. They, they don't. Yeah, they don't do that to each other. Uh, An Alabama judicial oversight body on Friday filed a formal complaint against Roy Moore, the chief justice of the state supreme court. That's Alabama again, charging that he had quote flagrantly disregarded and abused his authority in ordering the state's probate judges to refuse applications for marriage licenses by same-sex couples. As a result of the charges, Chief Justice Moore, 69, (laughs) (laughs) has been immediately suspended from the bench and is facing a potential hearing before the state's court of the judiciary, a panel of judges, lawyers, and other appointees. Among possible outcomes at such a hearing would be his removal from office, in which I would delight. But I'd delight more if there's not a chance he could be elected again. It, possibly. But, I mean, can you can you just be continually removed from your seat for being a giant dickbag and re-voted in by the I wonder. rest of the dickbags who support you? I don't, is, I don't understand how that works. Is there any way we could shoot him and light him on fire? Put him Ooh. in a shallow grave, set him on fire. He's got to come through your front door first, so you got to invite him in. Oh, okay, so we got yeah, yeah, like a vampire. You have or, to be or able Jesus. to stand your ground. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, what if I want to stand my ground for LGBT? Well, he's got to come into your house still. Ah, oh, god damn it! So just invite okay. him over and shoot him <laughs> for some sixty nining. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Quote: We intend to fight this agenda vigorously and expect to prevail. Chief Justice Morris said in a statement saying that the Judicial Inquiry Commission, which filed the complaint, had no authority over the charges at issue. <laughs> Pretty sure that if they can remove you from office, they have some authority <laughs> yeah. over, he, over he just He's in love with over the charges that. at issue. He thinks he's the king of Earth, though. No, but these are also the same people that believe that state rights trump federal rights, so it's like oh, the federal yeah. government has no say in what goes on here. Right, state right, rights. Right. He has amendment. dominion over us lesser animals. Yeah. Right, yeah. Referring to a transgender activist in, in Alabama, Chief Justice Moore said the commission had, quote, Chosen to listen to people like Ambrosia Starling, a professed transvestite, (laughs) and other gay, lesbian, and bisexual individuals, as well as organizations which support their agenda, end quote. Well, you (laughs) weren't trying to make them second-class citizens, so of course they revolted. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. It is the second complaint lodged by the state's Judicial Inquiry Commission against the judge. In 2003, he was ousted by the same body for his position, or from his position as Chief Justice, after disobeying a federal court order to remove a two-ton monument 
of the Ten Commandments that he had installed in the rotunda of the State Judicial Building. And then he was elected to that office again nine years later. Yeah. Because he's a good God-fearing individual. I would have mm-hmm. loved to have seen Baphomet in there. Yes. Mm-hmm. That would have been good. Uh, the complaint lists six charges against Chief Justice Moore and lays out several violations of the state's canons of judicial ethics. Richard Cohen, the president for the Southern Poverty Law Center, which has filed a series of complaints to the commission, said Chief Justice Moore has, quote, disgraced his office for far too long. For the good of the state, he should be kicked out of office, he said, he added. Chief Justice Moore held a news conference last week at which he argued he was upholding the law as he interpreted it in his capacity <laughs> as a judge. Uh-huh, uh-huh. This is about legalism, he said, <laughs> wearing his judicial robe and speaking to reporters in the rotunda of the state judicial building. There's nothing in writing that, sit, that you'll find that I told anybody to disobey a federal court order. Nothing in writing. Yep. But you did define Because it. he said this all. Yeah. On Friday, his lawyer, Matthew Staver, yay, our friend Matt Staver with one T. Oh, yeah. God. You may remember Matt Staver from such bullshit antics as defending Kim Davis. So successfully, I might add. Yeah. That she went to fucking jail. So successfully, he couldn't even get her husband fucking clothes. Uh, (laughs) On Friday, Mr. Staver made a similar argument, insisting the matter at hand was one that could only be decided by the United States Supreme Court. Again, make sure to vote blue, people. Yeah. See, isn't Staver one of those family council guys, too? Was he on one of those things? Like the American Family Association or something? Yeah, one one of the really bigoted, you know. Mm -hmm. I know he's a member of the the JLC or whatever, the or ACLJ. Yeah, Yeah. ACLJ. Okay. The religious religious rights answer to the ACLU. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Uh, Quote, the judicial in. The, the Judicial Inquiry Commission has no jurisdiction to resolve legal disputes, Matt Staver said, and the complaint is solely focused on a legal dispute between federal and state courts. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> That's me wiping my hands with this guy. <laughs> he's just See ya. a terrible person. Um, I feel I feel obliged to clear something up from what I said right before we went into this about – Oh, yeah? About the laws that they don't enforce on each other and how it sounded awfully libertarian of me about the <laughs> the laws that we live under. But what I was thinking of specifically was the three strikes law in relation to the war oh, on oh, drugs. Oh, yeah. Uh, that's brutal. That's yes. the well, that's a brutal law yeah, that we is. live under. Some states yeah. don't even have a three strike law. It's a zero strike law. Yeah, yeah. Some of the southern states, yeah. Well, yeah, but isn't it it's, – it's at the federal level that it's the three strike yeah. law, I think, right? Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Yep. Which that's which basically, if you don't know, that's the that's the law that can put you away for twenty five to life for having a little bit of pot. Yeah, yeah, on three separate occasions. Yeah, but but on the third strike, yeah, yeah, lifetime for marijuana con- uh, possession. Yep, that's brutal. Yeah, but you can be a Catholic priest and molest hundreds of children, mm-hmm. and they'll just move you, you to just, a different parish. Fine. USA, you'll be fine. It'll be great. Everyone gets to be raped. Oh, that's kind of sad. I don't believe there's such a thing as free will in the sense of a uh, a ghost in the machine, uh, a spirit or soul that somehow reads the, the TV screen of the senses and pushes buttons and pulls levers of behavior. Uh, there's no sense that we can make uh, of that. Uh, I, I think we are, our behavior is the product of physical processes in the brain. 
On the other hand, when you have a brain that consists of 100 billion neurons connected by 100 trillion synapses, there is a vast amount of complexity that means that human choices will not be predictable in any simple way from the stimuli that have uh, impinged on it beforehand. We also know that that brain is set up so that there are at least two kinds of behavior. There's what happens when I shine a light in your eye and your, your iris contracts or I hit your knee with a hammer and uh, your, your, your leg jerks upward. We also know that there's a part of the brain that does things like choose what to have for dinner, whether order chocolate or vanilla ice cream, uh, how to move the next chess piece, uh, whether to pick up the paper or put it down. Uh, that is very different from your iris closing when I shine a light in your, your eye. This, that second kind of behavior, one that engages vast amounts of the brain, particularly the frontal lobes, that incorporates an enormous amount of information in the causation of the behavior that has some mental model of the world that can predict the consequences of possible behavior and select them on the basis of those consequences. All of those, th those things carve out the realm of behavior that we call free will, which it is useful to distinguish from brute involuntary reflexes, but which doesn't necessarily have to involve some mysterious soul. Going from sad, I got some funny. Oh, yeah? What's that? More Facebook friend stuff says shitty fucking Ooh, weird things. It, nice. Is this your crazy friend that yeah. we talked about last week? Yeah. Can we make this a regular segment? That's what I'm going to try to do. We need to come up with a name for it. Uh, We will find one. Hey, if you got an idea for the name of this thing, send it to us. Yeah, send it to us at <laughs> godlessrevolution at gmail.com or Twitter or Twitter at TGR Podcast. Or call and leave us a message at 33081-REBEL. So... I, I went back, so, so I wanted to find more. You didn't say anything extremely crazy this week. Oh. Figured, this is a new thing. I imagine it's a gold mine, though. Like, it the is. farther you dig, dig the, the more the, I find. Yeah, you'll find the, the more I find, eventually. especially if I go through all these comments. Oh, yeah. yeah. So, uh, back in April, this is what he had to say. Since there was a war in heaven, as St. Michael fought to cast out Satan, does that mean there is free will in heaven today? Or is it just for the angels? I... <laughs> Uh, not enough information? Is that an answer? Not enough information. Yeah. I, I need more. He, especially when he threw in the today part. Does that yeah. mean we have free will today? Well, in heaven today. In heaven today. Not yesterday? No. Yeah. Not well, I think, I think he means currently, not, yeah. but I think the big thing he's questioning is when we, when we go to heaven, are we, are you still slaves to your religion? Or? Right. But I mean, obviously, if there's a war between ideas, there yeah. clearly was free will. But what he's asking is, is does that still exist there? I would, well, yeah, well, I would say no. Well, is it for no? His question, I, I take it as, is free will for the people, or just for the angels? Oh, okay. Well, in that case, I would say just. Well, for the doesn't angels. everybody who goes to heaven become an angel? I, I, that's not what I think he thinks. <laughs> <laughs> like. <laughs> Every time a bell rings, an angel gets his, his wings. I think he expects that he gets, gets to go to heaven and watch fucking Jesus' cock all day long. Clarence! <laughs> then, uh, just, uh, just like the same day he posted that one. This, this one, this is a good one though. Very interesting info. <laughs> I'm sure it is. <laughs> I, I can wait. hardly wait. <laughs> yeah. You will notice that every religion and sect was founded by men except Christianity. What? Well, and then in quotations, he has, 
man and God as Jesus. However, among Christianity, only Catholicism was founded by Jesus, while all, all, Je- while all other Christian denominations and their religions were founded by men, including evangelicals and fundamentalism. Even atheism and agnostics were found by fundamentalism. Men. Does he yeah. think fundamentalism is its own religion? I think so. Not only that, but it's separate from it's from, separate from evangelical. Yes. yes. Like the, well, well, he says evangelical slash fundamentalism. Well, so uh, the same. Yeah. What religion are you? I'm a fundamentalism. <laughs> I go to the first fundamentalism church. <laughs> Even atheists and agnosticism was founded by men. Yes, they are listed as a religion, most likely because they are belief systems of doubting higher power. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, this Uh guy. uh How do you know this guy? He's the guy I worked on a few little short films with and stuff that I don't really want to work with anymore. (laughs) Does he fall down a lot? I think so. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Has he fallen down in the past a Uh, lot? Like onto his head? (laughs) I think so. (laughs) Repeatedly? I'm, I'm, inter- this, I'm, okay. I'm, that's got me thinking about the free will in heaven though. I'm going to keep thinking about that. Go ahead. Well, this, this one here might answer the question. This is going to be the last one right here uh, to ask you if he's falling on his head. What in the world? Some weird smoke came out of my sleeves. I'm wearing a jacket, but it didn't really <laughs> smell. It was only temporary. It looked like incense. I said a prayer over my meal several minutes before it happened. Crazy. Spontaneous combustion. I don't know. <laughs> what? I wonder if he uses talcum powder. Oh my or, god! Or he sees things. Or he sees uh, things because the Catholic, the Catholics love incense. Or, or I'm picturing like pig pen, just this cloud of uh, shit around shit, him yeah. all the time. I don't. I don't. I've never been like, oh look, weird smoke coming out of my arm. I know. <laughs> Man, Let me that, pray again. The gym is really paying off. These guns are smoking. Well. <laughs> oh god! So and clearly, this guy prays all the time, every right? day, and he, must. and he does all these things. Does he think his god is that capricious and that much of a dick that he would just allow him to catch fire after he said a prayer earlier in the and, day, and or, then and then wonder about it with no answers for the rest of his life? So, yeah. uh, a, a backstory behind this guy. So apparently, he didn't find come back to Christianity until like three years ago, oh. uh, when he said he was having a war with Satan. Mm-hmm. Where uh, demons had possessed his body, and it was coming back to Christianity that that solved this. So it this totally could just be him being like, "Well, I had prayed a little while ago, so maybe that's some smoke of Satan coming off me that I prayed and got rid of some <laughs> evil things going on." Oh my God! Has anybody like tried to tell this guy he should maybe seek some professional help? I, I I would like to, but there's got he's got enough people on his Facebook that are just as crazy as him that are always like praising the things he says, and I'm like, how oh, the praise fuck? Jesus, Hallelujah, let's bathe in His blood, pretty much. Oh man, hmm. yeah, these are the people that I actually feel bad for. Like religion has has harmed these people and continues to harm them, and. As Dr. Daryl Ray would say, spreads like a virus through everybody who yeah. has been harmed by it already. Right. One good thing is this guy is basically taking a vow of celibacy. Oh, so, good. So he won't be breeding. So he won't be breeding. Oh. Whew. Which is good. I can wipe the sweat off my brow about that one then. Yeah. No, but really, is there free will in heaven? <laughs> you know, I, yeah, going back to well, that. 
we can start off by saying Evan's bullshit. Yeah, no, no, I know, but but I'm just saying it's, uh, on it's a philosophical standpoint. Yeah, because I think it, I think that because we touched we talked um, about hell at one point. I think I think this could be very theologically confounding because it absolutely is. It's it's fun. Oh, topic have you to talk about? Yeah, you've talked about it before. Well, not on the show, but yeah, like it's, it's something I've thought I don't, about. I don't think I've ever really thought about it. Yeah, because I think we could, we could beg to say that free will does not exist on Earth. If you go with the whole no. omnipotent God, if you believe in an omnipotent, yeah, yeah, yeah. omnipresent well, God, it, free wills. Well, and this this gets bullshit. into the whole question of free will and determinism uh-huh. here on Earth, right? Yeah, and and if heaven can be a paradise, you would think do you, you have, have free, free will. You in think heaven. you would have free? Can will. you exercise free will in heaven? Can you have the free will to sin? Right. Yeah. Exactly. Heaven. That's what I was yeah. thinking. And if you did sin in heaven with your free will. Would you be would condemned you go to, to hell? hell? Because if that's the case, then it's not going to be very long before heaven's empty again. Uh-huh. Because yeah. everyone with unlimited time and unlimited options, everyone's going to end up in hell. Oh. Or or do people in heaven ha- just have free have all that stuff and then God just turns a blind eye to the sin? I'm excited to talk about uh. this. Okay, so he just decides to to ignore it on, in the ones that are in heaven, but not for the people who are in hell. Those people have to deal with it for eternity. But in heaven, those people he just ignores. But maybe it. maybe he'd be okay with it up there because obviously God would be an asshole if he was real fucking creating all these diseases and being. He's kind of a prick. He's that that eight year old with a magnifying glass fucking with the ants. Yeah, this is so he wouldn't have any problem with people killing each other up there. He'd probably have it as a blood sport. Yeah, I'm. I'm excited about this topic, actually. I, I actually discussed it with my kids. Not the whole heaven aspect of it, but just free will and yeah. determinism uh, over the weekend when we did the Mother's Day thing and they came over to the house for a little while and everything. And it was uh, interesting. And and part of it goes back to some of the discussion we had pre-show that uh, we should think about and, and maybe have a, have a show about this because okay. it's very interesting to me. The whole bit of free will and determinism, and in the afterlife, if there's any, if there's such a thing as free will. Well, why, why don't, why don't let's we do it next week? Well, no, let's, let's do, do it, it in two, two weeks, weeks. <laughs> or next week. I mean, we, yeah. Maybe. Okay. Yeah. Could. Be. Oh, yeah. Yeah. We could do it next week. Um, before we start, I just want to ask Sam one question: What is the consensus? Do you think in the scientific community about your argument? I mean, you've uh, mentioned that there are schools of thought, people like Daniel Dennett, who have a different view. How close do you think we are to some kind of universal declaration of the uh, illusory nature of free will? Um, well, it's just the state of affairs is really that most people just don't want to think about it. I mean, most people just think that there's no... there's no. Uh, most people are, are powerfully... Their intuitions are powerfully shaped by the the illusion, the sense that they have the freedom to consciously author their thoughts and actions. So people feel that there is a compelling subjective mystery, and they don't, that no one has been able to give an argument about how it would map onto physical reality. But people feel that the the experience is so compelling that there's just no reason to, to worry about it. This is the state from which we need to live. Then there are people like Dan who uh, have a different, from my view, essentially change the subject. I mean, the, the, the disagreement between Dan and myself is essentially this. It's like we're living in a world where most people believe in Atlantis and they believe in the underwater kingdom and, and either they, they, they read Plato closely trying to figure out where it was. And, and um, I want to say Atlantis 
doesn't exist, it didn't exist, people are confused about Atlantis. Uh, Dan wants to say is that Atlantis is really Sicily. And he'll give a whole argument about why Sicily answers to many of the claims that people are making about Atlantis. And I want to say, no, but, but they're still talking about being underwater. Now, Sicily doesn't do that. And he says, well, Sicily is a great place, and there's reasons to visit, and let's talk about Sicily. And when he and I argue about this, he begins to respond to me as though I'm saying Sicily doesn't exist. And that's what, so there's a, there's a fair amount of talking past one another in, in these kinds of debates. Uh, of course Sicily exists, but the people who are talking about underwater, an underwater kingdom are, at the very least, confused. And, that, and that's the situation we're in with free will. That'll lead nicely into this story. Okay, what is oh, it? Oh, hot damn. Pop culture. Let, pop it like a zit. Has been... Pop music. Mmm. <laughs> mmm. Mmm-bop. Mm does that, oh, is this song, song not familiar that? with you? For, I, we both the probably Hansons. did a really... T- no. Umbop. No. No. <laughs> that's where I was going with it. <laughs> no. Oh if if that's the song you guys were doing, Dan butchered it. <laughs> I totally... I did. Umbop, umbop. No, I totally... I totally... Everybody like, talk about umbop music. Oh, no. I don't uh, not that was one. That was what I was doing. That's way more 80s. I totally... I totally did butcher it and fuck it up yeah. completely, but... Yeah. Where did our computer go? Oh, there it goes. <laughs> um, <laughs> I bumped the mouse. Sorry. Pop culture has has a growing fascination with the occult, from zombies to vampires to Hogwarts and horoscopes, and even witches and Ouija boards. <gasps> the mystical, Ouija board. unknown, and undead seem to dominate TV and movie screens. Yeah, it's entertaining. Mm-hmm. All the fucking mm-hmm. ghost hunters shows. Yeah. And that <laughs> well, those bullshit. are just fucking annoying. The, the all of the oh, yeah. psychics and blech. fucking the the what is she? The New Jersey the oh the, the yeah, giant the psychic bouffant yeah. hairdo lady, the oh, medium. Yeah. Uh, what oh, is yeah, her yeah, name? L- uh, Long Island medium. Yeah, yes. Long Island yeah. medium. Yeah, yeah. I can't remember. She's been called out to be fake. Fucking Christina or something or other. I think. She's uh, an awful person. She's a terrible weasel. human being. Yeah, because yeah. she's yeah. fucking preying on people's. Yeah, they all. That's what they uh, all do. Yep. While many celebrate this phenomenon, 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 I'm gonna do that all fucking night. Do that all goddamn night. I don't know. I just see. I keep seeing O N O N O N. It just continues forever. Phenomenon. Phenomenon. I got hit by lightning twice, and there were very little effects, 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 effects. effects. <laughs> the doctor says I'm totally fine, 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 fine. Great outdoors? Uh, no. Actually, I was I was doing a bit of a riff on The Simpsons, where Homer Simpson does something, and then he says, There's no brain damage, 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 damage. <laughs> I did it. I pulled it out. And with no brain damage, 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 damage. I was thinking of the great outdoors when they got the old guy that comes walking into the cafe and he's been struck by lightning like a hundred times and he's all like twitchy. Yeah. That's who I was thinking of. He's been struck by lightning. How many times is it now, Reg? Six. Six times. Six, 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 I need to watch that movie again. I haven't seen that one in a long time. Is it appropriate for Christians to get caught up in the zombie zeitgeist? Yes. 
Apologist and aspiring bestseller via fear-mongering, Jeremiah Johnston doesn't think so. They worship a zombie. Mm-hmm. Just wait. Well, <laughs> if you want to be technical, I guess he's a lick. lick. Is it a lick or a lich? <laughs> I don't know. Something like that. L-I-C-H. I think it's lich, right? He was yeah. dead for three days and came back. He's a yeah. fucking zombie. <laughs> By and large, a majority of Americans say they've had a personal connection to the paranormal. No. According to Johnston, 71% say they've had paranormal experiences and 37% believe in ghosts, while 56% believe those ghosts are spirits of the dead. Ooh. All these people say that because it makes for a cool and fun story. Mm -hmm. yeah. So is watching paranormal-themed TV shows and movies simply a normal extension of those experiences? No. Yes. It's entertainment. It's entertainment. Well, it's a normal extension of those experiences well, or, or purported experiences. Uh, if you mm. take it as reality, which I do not take it as reality well, at all. Yeah, but, well, but I mean, it's still a normal extension that people would say that they've had yeah, these experiences yeah. and then go, oh, yeah, I'm going to watch all these things because <laughs> it really happens. That happened to yeah. me. Yeah. Yeah. After all, the mainstream hit show The Walking Dead resonated with more than 22 million viewers during its fifth season premiere alone, and that's probably safe to say that plenty of those viewers were Christian. Is there any harm in a little paranormal entertainment? All paranormal entertainment isn't as harmless as it may seem. <gasps> bum, bum, bum. In fact, some entertainment can have treacherous results. <gasps> and I would have gotten away with it, too, if it weren't for you meddling kids. <laughs> I like that he says, in fact, and then goes on to talk about paranormal bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> Let Satan in the rectum. There's got to be another thing we can use for that. <laughs> in fact. In, in fable, some entertainment can have treacherous results. Uh, there you go. I don't know why I did that in morning zoo radio voice. In fable, some entertainment can have treacherous results. I feel like we need a horn honking and a fart noise. Yeah. <laughs> beer, 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 beer. Uh, I'll get a keyboard. <laughs> to Christians who are just curious about the hereafter and dabble on the dark side using games the and contact side. spirits, Johnston, Johnston issued uh. a stern warning. Quote, the paranormal is a slippery slope. And it always starts with a Ouija board or reading a horoscope, something that just seems harmless. Once you open that door to the demonic, it's very difficult to close. Because God can't help you yes. close the door? Yeah, yes. lock it? Like the demons are so powerful. What's a locket going to do for you? Well, it helps when you're masturbating. All to God have a locket? Oh, no, lock, lock the door, lock it. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Just wear a locket and you'll get off faster. <laughs> Demons hate lockets. They do, especially when it's got pictures of your mom in it. <laughs> <laughs> Is that, are, you, are we talking about a semen demon? I don't know. I don't know what's going on. Oh, that one, that one, that one sells quick. <laughs> the author's book pointed to a 2006 study in which uh, he found the 70. 3% of teens have participated in contacting the dead and engaged in other related witchcraft activities beyond the more pedestrian exposure from entertainment channels and horoscopes. Yeah, I sacrificed a chicken once. <laughs> uh, that's a lie. Once? Twice. The first time I had to make sure it was. It didn't. I sacrificed it, a chicken once. Once? It was a lie. <laughs> more than once? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Wanted to make sure the first time wasn't a fluke. <laughs> Sadly, only 28% of the youth said they had learned anything at church to help educate them on the supernatural. 
That's everything they learn in <laughs> <I> church. <laughs> Sunday school is failing them. <laughs> I wish that for one moment this guy could hear how fucking silly he sounds to us. He'd never, ever talk again. I uh, mean, they should teach him in Sunday school about leprechauns and not chasing rainbows and looking for the gold. Right. Right. It's dangerous. It's dangerous. Leprechauns. Has, can have treacherous results. Oh, it can, because leprechauns, they- Close the door and lock it. Yeah. Lock it. Lock it. Lock out that demon semen. Lock it I up. Blame Kermit. Because someday demon. he'll find it, that rainbow connection. <laughs> <laughs> Along the same lines, Johnston warned Christians about the pitfalls of consulting psychic ministers <gasps> who claim to be able to speak to the dead. They all, cl- all ministers yeah. do that. Oh, it gets better. Oh it gets better. Je- Je- can this Jesus guy not ain't... hear the words coming out of his mouth? No, no, he can't. Jesus oh, ain't God. exactly alive. In fact, he wrote the words down in a book and read them as oh. well, so he has no fucking idea. <laughs> I blew myself. <laughs> all right. Oh. Quote. You'll love this part. He says, quote, astonishingly. Some psychics, mediums, and necromancers have been astonished the whole time. <laughs> claim to be Christians in order to lure new clients. Johnson wrote in a book adding that over 300 psychics in America also claim to be ordained ministers. They advertise the fact that you are not consulting any ordinary medium, Mm-mm. but an ordained medium. Okay. On, on a just, side note, he also thinks centaurs would make great pets. Oh. Real, real quick. It, the thought just occurred to me that every Christian who prays and thinks that they speak yes. with Jesus yes. is a psychic fucking medium. Yes. Yeah, exactly. They all believe they're talking to dead people. Yeah. yeah. God. I know. Johnston fully marries the pot to the kettle by saying that he takes umbrage with mediums who claim to be ordained. <laughs> Quote, these people are charlatans. They give false names. They rip people off. I get really passionate about this because I have buried children of parents and have seen how, in a grieving state, that parent will do anything to contact the child after death. Anything. They have a target on their backs, and these liars, these charlatans claiming to be Christians, target them with some kind of would-be clairvoyance. The church has an opportunity to really minister to those who are grieving, to be there for them, be there and be present so they don't have to feel like they need to go to a psychic for some kind of closure. (laughs) (laughs) What are you doing, dude? Jeez. You're so stupid. Oh, he did. Oh, <laughs> oh, ah! <laughs> oh man. <laughs> According to Johnston, discernment and the principle of the priesthood of all believers are key. Close the door and lock it mm-hmm. to establishing balance. Lock it tight. And boundaries when dealing with the many iterations of the paranormal. That was amazing. <laughs> what a fucking asshole. Oh, my God. Jesus. I, wow. 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 Really? Wow. Really, Dr. Johnston? Wow. Really? Really? <laughs> we talked last week of that. I don't say wow very often. That's fucking wow. I can't. <laughs> you got to do it in, in the in the voice. Wow. There you go. <laughs> I, I don't know. <laughs> say it again. I'll stab yeah, that was you with, a, with an ice pick. Yeah, what an asshole. Holy shit. Yeah. <laughs> that that is that is like a complete and utter lack of any bit of introspection or it's just it's the it's cognitive dissonance at to the extreme. That that well, I run amok, 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 amok. Those things are so compartmentalized that they there's no intersecting. I, I wonder if they read Holy what this they is write real down. and that's not. Wow. Well, of course he did, but his is real and theirs isn't. Yeah. 
It's totally different. I'd like to have a conversation with that guy, too. I want to be friends with him. Completely different. Oh, I bet he would be annoying. <laughs> well, so would Ryan's friend, yeah, but yeah. I still want to be friends with him. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, just, just for the comedic relief. If that friend's can... the same one where, I don't know if I talked about it on the show, but I think I talked about it before the show a few weeks ago, where I was having the argument with him where he's, he's, a, he's a truther with the school shootings. Oh, oh God. God. With the Sandy Hook shit? Yeah. Thing that they're all a government cover up. Oh and no, he it, did. It their plants, and I'm like, what? The? I'm like, are you fucking serious? Like, false yeah, flag. It could false happen. Flag. It false could flag. happen. Yeah. <laughs> and this guy came and hold a gun. What? He came and hold a gun, right? So he doesn't even. <laughs> oh, I'm serious. Okay. He's a pussy. He's never been in jail. <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah, he's he a pussy. A, he didn't even have a criminal record. No. He didn't I mean, even have a juvenile record. <laughs> I've been handcuffed and taken to jail. Uh-huh. You haven't lived till you've done it. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's one of those experiences you got to have in life. Can you remember it though? No, <laughs> but I know it happened. Put the cuffs on and lock it. <laughs> I, I got bailed out. I remember that. Do you have a picture of your mom with you? No, <laughs> my mom. My, my mom actually didn't find out about that until two years later. Ah, I kept it a secret. Has your sister listened to the last episode of the show yet? Do you know? I don't know. She hasn't said anything. Uh-huh. I told my mom. Oh, you told your mom about it? I told it? your mom about it. My mom. <laughs> not your told mom. My I, told, mom I told my mom about it. What did my mom have to say? <laughs> well, <laughs> I told your mom that I would get her a uh, a, a poster well, size nice. picture. Who are you again? <laughs> I, uh, <laughs> that would be the weirdest conversation. Uh, you don't know me, but I figured I'd just call yeah. you and tell you that I posed <laughs> naked, naked for, for, for a calendar. calendar. <laughs> also, I went to jail once and I don't remember Also, it. I know your son. So, <laughs> so He says this is cool. So I called your mom on Mother's Day, <laughs> and uh, I, I told I told my mom about it, and, and then I said, uh, "You told your mom about calling my mom." Yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I, I got to be honest. I'm seeing other moms. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's happening. I'm, I apologize. So I told her, you know, I'm like, hey. So I thought for Mother's Day I'll get you a giant poster size naked photo of me, and she uh, declined. Oh, did <laughs> yeah. that hurt your feelings or make you feel good? No, I, I kind of figured she would decline. Because um, it's kind of like, what's what's that? Mom, uh, you've seen it all before. That Greek thing going in reverse. Oedipus? Yeah, Oedipus in reverse. That's basically what it would have been uh-huh. in my mind. I'm like, sorry if... if yeah. That's, that's creepy. <laughs> and I was trying to be creepy with my mom on the phone. <laughs> so, goal achieved. Nice. She just gets a life size. You're like, yes, life size cut out of it. You out, creeped out moms. And then my dad's just like, oh, okay, yeah, whatever. <laughs> so we'll hang it in the kitchen. So how many people are going to see this? I'm like, ah, whoever buys it, oh, okay. <laughs> and then I went back today to pose for more nude photos. So, oh, so did you use any props today? Yes, uh, my uh, firefighter gear. Ooh. So I did. They wanted me to come back and do the ter- stereotypical fireman. Were you holding your hose? Uh, it's not allowed to be in the in the in the picture. Oh, so so you just had a hat. Well, I I had uh, my bunker pants on, and that was it. Oh, well, that's not bad. Like no half boots? open. Oh, the boots were on. That's part of the pant. Like, oh, pants yeah, are, they're all one. Be- they're all one deal. Well, yeah. they're not. They're, they're they are separate, but it's hard to get the boots off of them. Yeah. So. They're so you just, just slide down the pole into your pants. Pretty much, just whoop right up. <laughs> <laughs> I put my pants on two legs at a time. Do you guys have a pole at the station? No, those are illegal. Really? Yeah, those have been banned. What? People were fucking around with those things all, and getting hurt all, all the time. All of these, when were they banned? A long time ago, I guess. All these, they they still put them in commercials. They do, 
But also, firefighters are vindictive sons of bitches and thinks it's funny to put, like, grease on those things. <laughs> or one firefighter might go down it and, like, stumble and fall. Then our guy would come and land on top of him. And people were breaking their legs on him. So it's just like, no, it's not safe. So you have to use stairs now. Yeah. Well, most stations now are just built as one level. That's so fucking lame. It's not like the tower stations like the old, I'm, I mean. I'm disenchanted Except for big cities like New York. fighting profession. New York and Chicago where they got some of the older you stations. You guys don't even go down that. fucking poles anymore. No. no. Fucking heroes. We, My ass. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> we have to actually wear respirators and stuff now. God, it's not like. It's, fucking Nancy boys. <laughs> it's not like in Backdraft where you put on a pair of rain boots and a fucking leather jacket and that's it. <laughs> you go Kurt Russell it up. Yeah. <laughs> Jumping through there with axes and. Feeling doorknobs. <laughs> well, that, that's true. Well, sure. You do feel well. well you, don't, you don't grab the door down. You actually just put your hand in the back of the door to see if the door's hot. <laughs> yeah. Like, God damn it! Was somebody masturbating in here? Feels, I think he locked it. Locked uh, it. Locked it. <laughs> locked it with a lock. <laughs> with your mama on it. If you have questions, comments, concerns, compliments, corrections, or concepts for content, contact the show via email at godlessrevolution at gmail dot com, by text or voicemail at three three zero eight one rebel. Or Twitter the Twatter at TGI Podcast. Thanks, bitches. We got one more thing. One, one more, then we're. Then it's time. It's time. A shortish show. Yeah, it happens once in a while. Every now and then. Maybe next week too. It might next week too. <laughs> <laughs> nice. So, I don't, I, do we want to just tell the people what the what is going I on? Well, they'll shit. figure it out why. when you're wearing the same shirt two weeks in a row. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they will. See, that was funny, wasn't it? Because I can't <laughs> was, see it. That was that was pretty funny. So, <laughs> so Jesus Christ. <laughs> They'll figure it out. Your reaction, dude. You look down. What? 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 You're you're laughing. This makes me laugh. Okay. Uh, Okay, I'm going to collect myself. uh, My abs hurt. So, so we're all very, very, very busy. Uh, Ryan's schedule shifts. And so we're moving the day that we're recording the show. We're changing it next week to a day on which I already have uh, other things scheduled. Um, I've got a board meeting for Atheists of Utah. And so we can't record that night. We thought maybe we'll record the night prior, but then Matt's very busy because he has familial obligations and is going to be on a couple other shows that I'm very excited to yeah. oh, hear when, they, when they come out. And the following night is no good because Ryan has to work very early the next day and then yeah. works for several days after that. So we will be doing two shows this evening. Mm-hmm. And this that is, is the last story before we cut. <laughs> <laughs> and that's why Dan will be wearing the same shirt in both episodes. <laughs> so this is the last story that we're going to have for this episode. There will be two shorter-ish episodes this week and next. But following that, we will have... Regular length shows, which some like and some don't. And for those who don't, then fast forward or don't listen. 
because we like what we're doing. Yeah. Some people other <laughs> some other people do too. Or you can even just break it up yourself and spread it over a couple of days. There you go. There you go. Mm-hmm. Then we can te- we can entertain you even longer. Yeah. Make your whole week happy. Please carry on, Matthew. <laughs> a man in Israel apparently doesn't want God to answer his prayers anymore. So he's filed a restraining order against the Almighty. Well, fucking A, right? I'm sure the judges would be <laughs> in full agreement with this. The plaintiff, identified as David Shoshan, hmm. appeared in a courtroom in Haifa on Tuesday demanding that God stop interfering in his life. Are these real Where places and names? Israel. Oh, okay. In Haifanen. Shoshan. Haifa, yeah. Shoshan told the court that over the last three years, God had been very negative towards him, <laughs> though the court documents didn't detail <laughs> any specifics. He's been stealing my lunch money. <laughs> He's just been so mean, really. Giving me wedgies. He's like, what did I do to piss you off, dude? And he just won't even talk to me. <laughs> Made fun of me for wearing the same shirt two days in a row. <laughs> um, Shoshan said he has tried numerous times to obtain a restraining order through the police department. <laughs> But in response, only received 10 police visits over a 36-month period. That's why this time he tried going through the court instead. Has his medication been renewed? <laughs> the court documents noted that God did not present himself at the hearing. <laughs> the presiding judge, Asan Kanan, threw out Shoshin's request and called it absurd. But why? Because the judge is a Muslim, clearly. Hmm. It's hard to, you know, Canaanite. how do you give a restraining order against someone who's omni-everywhere? Omni Oh, yeah, I guess there's that. He's in your bones. How yeah. do you how do you keep him out of there? He's watching you pee. Hmm. Uh, He's the one which you get out of bathrooms. Uh, yes. Fucking, Fucking watching people pee. Shit. Judge Kanan suggested Shoshan should get some help from someone beside local law enforcement. It was not immediately clear if God had an attorney but it's suspected that he has thousands on retainer after making <laughs> Jews his chosen people. <laughs> so when the judge said he can go, she goes see someone else, did he mean like a therapist or a clinical psychologist? I, I don't know. Or a hammer to the forehead? He should go see a hammer is, to the forehead. Yeah. <laughs> is the judge a female? I don't know. Oh, yeah. You said she, so I was curious why you- Oh, did I say she? Why you picked that. I don't know. I was trying to be progressive for maybe, the country. Maybe I did say she. I'm not sure. I don't know. I think I said he and a she, so I was trying to get them both. Apparently, when I say woman, I say it all wrong, so I'm yeah. not going to say it. Man. <laughs> woman. <laughs> Whoa, man. Well, thank you very much for tuning in, everybody. This is the time of the show where we say goodbye. Au revoir. I've been Dan Ellis. I've been Ryan Duffy. I've been Matt Mitchell. Did we just switch that up? Were you? That was right. Yeah, I was... Okay. Did we follow the same thing in the yeah. beginning? Yeah. Yeah. Oh. But at the beginning, I contested it. Mm-hmm. Said it might be Matt Mitchell two weeks in a row. Right. 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 But yeah. then he's like, I "Who don't can know. blame you, really?" Yeah. No. <laughs> right. But then, but then he reached up and felt the full head of yeah. hair, and he's like, "I could deal with this for another week. Oh, yes. I can do so many options." Wait, I gotta buy shampoo. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Thank you very much for tuning in. You can find us on iTunes, Spreaker, Stitcher. Google Play now, anywhere else where you aggregate your podcasts. Uh, tell your friends about the show. Share it with them. Let them know that you like it and you enjoy it. They may enjoy it as well. Gift uh, it to a Christian. To a Christian friend? Yeah. Sure. <laughs> Just give it to them as a gift. Just tell, tell them, them to send right us messages and post on our Facebook yeah. wall. We will chat at you all next week. We love you all very much. Uh-huh. Oh, <laughs> real quick before we go. Yes. I wanted to give a special shout out to... All the listeners and my friends and family who have been so supportive yes. over the untimely passing of my puppy chaplain. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, I received several messages of encouragement and people being very thoughtful and kind and loving and, and whether you know it or not or whether I have replied or not, it's all been very, very helpful and has made me feel a lot better. And just to know that there are people out there who would, who, who think enough of me or, or are compassionate enough that they would offer some type of condolence, whether they think that it helps or not, just know that I think it helps. It, it, it may, it has made me feel much better and I appreciate it very much. So thank you all. And we'll chat at you next week. I like to try to isolate. Isolate that. (laughs) I'd still like to try to isolate. (laughs) What's making that weird noise?